There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is Holly's biggest Golden Globes dream? We're about to find out on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly today. Colleen will be back on Monday. We are going to be covering the Golden Globes here on MyTalk 1071 on Facebook. We're doing a Facebook Live, a watch-along as we call it. Uh, the fun will begin uh, in the evening on Sunday. And you'll be able to tune in for the entire Golden Globes broadcast and watch us react to this ceremony live. Now, one thing I know you're looking very much forward to, Holly, is the potential for two specific actresses to come out on stage as presenters together. I don't have big dreams, Bradley, but I do have this one. I want Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston to present together at this year's Golden Globes. I say this because yesterday it was announced that Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, Helen Mirren, and Emma Stone are among the presenters at the Golden Globes on Sunday. And this is a big deal because usually Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie tend to avoid presenting at the same award ceremony. And if they're attending the same ceremony, they are completely at opposite ends of the red carpet. How ridiculous is this? Because this this thing between them is so petty. Old. Well, and first old. of all, it's old. Like who yeah, right. even knows? I mean, like we do because we're old. But yeah. like the average person watching the Golden Globes. Okay, so maybe the average person under the age of thirty probably has no doesn't give a rip even if they know that those two once were sort of at right. loggerheads. They don't remember back in the day when LA Boutique Kitson had Team Jennifer and Team Angelina t-shirts. Yes. Which side were you on? That was a very important question oh, that yeah. you had to ask at Team cocktail Angelina. parties. That's what I would have said every and day 2000- of the week. Me too. Totally. I'm still on Team Angelina, but okay. I mean, I'm not even on a team anymore. I feel like we have moved on from that. However, again, it's still a narrative that's in the tabloids. I feel like on well, a slow week. Well, then it was week, like Team Angelina, Team Brad, remember? Yes. I mean, remember? I mean, as remember? It was just a year and a half ago when they got divorced. <laughs> but you're right. When Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt divorced, it was, were you on Team Angelina or were you on Team Brad? But I love the idea of Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie walking on the Golden Globe stage together. They're both in their wonderful black gowns because, of course, they're being socially conscious. Conscious. Yes, thank you. And they are walking down the stage and they're holding hands. Well, this would be the year. This would be the year to show what woman power is all about. Hashtag, uh, let's call it um, uh, Angiston. No? No. Genji. Uh, 
and Janji. Okay, Janji. Janji, I like Janji. that. Yes. Hashtag Janji. Hashtag Janji. So neither of them is on social media, so we can't directly communicate our new hashtag Janji to them. I think everybody else listening <laughs> should make that a thing, though. Yes, Janji. Janji. Well, I would love to see them because what that would tell me is that they've buried the tabloid hatchet and they've decided to move together female power. They're going for it, of course. I feel like this is never going to happen because Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie both played the tabloids to the hilt back in the day. Like there was no I they both were equally equally responsible for that we, narrative. We encouraged it. Yeah, we well we encouraged it. Yeah. And then they were like, "Ooh, we're getting attention. Let's throw a story over here to life and style. Ooh, this is a great story over here to Vanity Fair. And Angelina Jolie is going to be on the cover this month, and then 2 months later Jennifer Aniston is going to be on the cover." Anyways, it would just be it would fill my heart with some joy. I think it would be an absolutely wonderful thing. I, so I, that's I, something I, I imagine myself during our watch along, which we're doing, by the way, during the Golden Globes, and it's going to be streaming on Facebook Live. I dreamed of myself jumping up and down on the couch, doing a full Tom Cruise. Well, we can do it. Okay. We can do it. If yeah, it happens, only if we'll this happens. Yeah, no, of course. So, fingers crossed, during the Golden Globes, we're going to pray that Angelina and Jennifer are going to present together. Oh. And it'll be the award for what? Best actress no, in it, a No, this would be for best picture drama. Okay, best picture drama. Best picture wow. drama because this would be the biggest deal yeah, that the Golden the Globes the night, has dun, seen dun, in years. Dun. Yes, I want to Do you think see they it. really, really despise each other or they really just play this up for media? Because honestly, after all these years, like think about the people that you hate most in your life. Mm-hmm. First of all, I bet there are a few people not, that you yeah. actively would not want to be in the same room with. Not really. Right? Like, right. Okay, so maybe one person, two people, I don't know. But like... After 10, 20 years, like, aren't you just willing to, how many years has it been? It's been 10. Okay. At least 10. After a decade, don't you just kind of move on and say like, wow, that was uncomfortable. And maybe you don't hang out, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. you're not besties. Well, that's fine. But your colleagues and you can hang out in the same room together. They're not calling each other and talking about boys over the phone and having sleepover parties. I simply cannot. Although, here's the only reason I think maybe you're... Um, fooling yourself. And again, if you're just joining us, Holly has <sighs> wished upon a star that Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie walk out uh, together to present an award at the Golden Globes. I think here's the only flaw in your plan. Why, why are you doing this to me? That's I, I'm fine. just being honest. Yeah, I, mean... I want you to not get your hopes up because... <sighs> You'll remember one of the other stories we read earlier today was that Angelina Jolie has a 14-page document that um, uh, of requirements for her appearance at the Golden Globes. I know. I feel like somebody who has a 14-page document is not spending time with Jennifer Aniston on the same stage. I know. Jennifer Aniston just wants to hang out and go get margaritas after the show. Angelina Jolie gives you 14 pages worth of instructions in order for her just to stand there. I know. I mean, she's, she's, you know, she's a, she's got, she demands, you know, I mean, she's been to the UN. So I'm just saying that she has very high esteem of herself. I once flirted with being in the model UN. So I actually went to the model, um, Congress. What's it called? There's a name for it. I don't remember. 
a model Congress. Did you do Boys State? Is that what no, you're talking it's about? Not Boys State. Okay, that sounds like it wouldn't have been a place for me uh, <laughs> until my college days. Um, uh, no. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. What what we're saying is that you know diplomacy, right? Speaking of diplomacy, um, I think it's safe to say, Holly, and if you're just joining us, uh, you're listening to Bradley Trainer and Holly Roberts. Um, if you're being diplomatic, I think it's safe to say that sometimes there are stories, Holly, that you don't give a rip about. In fact, in the immortal words of one Judy Garland, I don't care, I don't care what they may think of me. You've got a story oh, that you don't give a rat's patoot about. I just need to give you the headline before we go to break. Okay. I could care less about this story. Here's the headline from People.com. Here's the one breakfast favorite that Pippa Middleton says she will never eat. I don't care. I don't care. I thought one we day all... think of me. Bradley, I thought that we had gotten rid of Pippa, Pippa Middleton. She married a multimillionaire and went off into the sunset. But no, now she's trying to tell us what to eat for breakfast. Like she... I don't care. Like she needs a new hobby. Well, doesn't her and Stop remember it. that uh, she? We've always got her brother, right? Her brother who's got like his own cake business. Yes. Well, that's because Pippa Middleton and Duchess Kate and their brother, their parents own a party planning company. Ah. And so at one point or another, I feel like all the siblings have worked for this party planning company, but now. Pippa Middleton, because she doesn't have anything better to do, is a supporter of something called the Magic Breakfast Campaign. I don't care, I don't care what they may think of me. And get get this, Bradley. You know the headline? The one breakfast favorite that Pippa Middleton says she will never eat? I don't care, I don't care what they may think of me. She said she will never eat pancakes with bacon and maple syrup. Okay. Now, uh, that moves from I don't care to I really do care. And uh, I've got something else that I want to say about that. And it goes a little something like this. Uh, I mean, he doesn't like bacon and Pancakes. Here's what Pippa Middleton has to say. Pancakes with bacon and maple syrup. That certainly doesn't do it for me. I would never eat that for breakfast. I always have breakfast. I can't start the day properly without it. Boobies, boobies, boobies. Nothing but boobies. Who needs them? My usual breakfast is either plain yogurt with chopped fruit and toasted seeds, oats or nuts and toasted rye bread with eggs or... I've had enough. I've had enough. And... Instead, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you out of I don't care territory, Holly, and I'm going to bring you over here to I want it in my mouth territory. And that (laughs) that sounded really bad, but it's for a reason. It's cheat day Friday. We're going to put something in your mouth when we return right here on my talk. One oh seven one. Lori and Julia. Do you want to hear about the New York gym that is offering naked workouts? You put uh, down a who towel. Would, who would go to that? Uh, this is a handsome fitness in New York whose members include Rihanna and Tom Cruise, by the way. Name drop there. Oh, oh. I don't believe that at all. They're <laughs> no. just making that up 100%. Donnie, we don't want to hear <laughs> this. We can't even believe you're... Is this from a legitimate website? This is a true story. It just sounds like a, just some perverts running it. I mean... Germs and sweats and and ouch and eyes like and seeing eyes where eyes don't belong. (laughs) 
I just report the news. Yeah, yeah. we'll oh. move along from that horrible Fine. story. Like Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. The radio home of people who will watch pretty much anything Andy Cohen has something to do with. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. What is Holly going to put in her mouth today? It's a mystery. No longer. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today. And it's a, a one-person cheat day Friday. We'll find out why. But let's roll those delicious credits. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. The theme song. The credits are at the end anyway. Uh, cheat day Friday. We do it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to put things in our mouth. We throw dietary caution to the wind. But today there's a special caveat. I apologize. My taste buds are not allowed to uh, endure what Holly is about to experience. That's right. So Holly, um, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing that thing where I don't eat sugar, you guys, and this thing has got sugar in it. So anyway, it's not a sweet thing though. It's a savory-ish no. sweet thing. Well, Holly, visually, please describe for the audience what you are looking at. I am looking at a white sack. Okay. That says savory Chet Mix snack mix on it. Can you say that again in English? Chex Mix. Thank you. <laughs> savory so, yes. Chex Mix. Now, this is a new flavor. It's called Honey Barbecue. It's savory. It's Chex Mix. And I'm going to open the bag. Will you do me a favor while you're opening the bag? Read a little bit of the card that came along yes. with this. Because this current flavor of Chex Mix, I don't think is available yet. I don't think it is. And this was a wonderful treat that I believe you, Bradley, received in the mail the other yeah, day. Yeah, we got it from General Mills. Yeah, so it says, Bradley, thanks for discuss or er, choosing us in the daily Snap Judgment last month. I believe that Snap Judgment was Chex Mix or Gradettos. We thought you might want to try some new Chex Mix before it's in stores. Enjoy at Chex Mix. Oh, thank Aww. you, Chex Mix, for listening and uh, giving us samples. Now, right. Holly is going to sample, and uh, I'll save the bag for a later day when mm-hmm. I'm allowed a, a cheat. But uh, what does it smell like? It smells like savory barbecue. Oh. Ooh, it's very flavorful and full of seasoning. And I think I got some sneezing. Sneezing? My... <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <laughs> don't sneeze in. No, I don't. So, okay. All right. Here so, what does it look like? Just regular old Chex Mix? Regular old Chex Mix. With seasoning on it. Again, it's savory uh, honey barbecue Chex Mix. Not available in the stores, but will be soon. Courtesy of our good friends at General Mills, hometown team, hometown heroes. Oh, she's got a thumbs up. This is a thumbs up. If you like barbecue, I love barbecue potato chips. That is one of yeah. That is one of my favorite flavors of barbecue uh, of of potato chips in general. And this, if you love barbecue, you're gonna love this. Is it really like what kind of barbecuey is it? Like spicy honey barbecue. So it's sweet. You definitely get the barbecue first and then the honey after. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But it's great. You've got all the original Chex Mix shapes, including my personal favorite, the ride chip. So now the ride chip. Here's my question always about snack mixes. Does it have enough seasoning? Yes. Okay, because that's always my biggest 
uh, thing, and that's why I had to pick the Chex Mix over the Gardettos because I think the Chex Mix always has more seasoning. Yeah, the, than the seasoning I can also say, just looking at the bag and also from the few bits that I've put in my mouth, is that the seasoning is evenly distributed, oh, which is also key. really important. It's very key. Yeah, so this is great. All right, well, kudos and congrats. Now we do a scale. Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show for Cheat Day Friday. It is a uh, five Cobra scale, zero being uh, no flavor at all, five being all the flavors. Holly, where would you rank Chex Mix Savory Honey Barbecue on the Colleen and Bradley Cheat Day Friday Team Cobra scale? I'm going to give that a nice four out of five. Whoa. That is something, if I was having a party and I needed some Chex Mix, I would buy that flavor. Oh, all right. That's and good. that was a unpaid for statement. Holly did totally. not receive any remuneration for that statement. I she did, did get not. A, a bite of Chex Mix, but I mean, I did. You know, she's mm, not that cheap. Those ride chips. Well, hey, we talk about um, some other food items. too. Yes. I wanted to bring you to California, Bradley, where something very exciting is going to be happening at some Jack in the Box restaurants. Oh, really? What? It is the Merry Munchie Meal. The Merry Merry Munchie Meal. Yeah, the Merry Munchie Meal. Now, this is only going to be available from January 18th to January 25th at participating Jack in the Box franchises. You can only get this in California because this is in honor of recreational weed. And who (laughs) is bringing it to you? None other than Snoop Dogg. Oh, I thought you were playing something. Sorry. No. <laughs> like, I thought you were introing oh, Snoop Dogg is no. going to eat the Taco Bell. Uh, no. Okay. Um, I, uh, as one who doesn't smoke the weed, I don't need drugs to make me want to eat snack food. So am I allowed to purchase this if I'm not a stoner? Yeah, of course. You okay. can buy it for the I don't level. have to show like my medical marijuana card. No, or my... well, you don't even need that anymore. Oh, that's in right, because you don't need it now. It's recreational. You can buy it, Bradley, for the low, low price of $4.20. Wow. All right, $4.20. Oh, I see what they did there. (laughs) Aren't they clever? They are clever. You knew somebody was going to do this. Um, I want to let you know that the Merry Munchie meal contains chicken strips, two tacos, five churros, French fries, onion rings, and a small drink, all for $4.20. Wow. The only the only thing that would be better about it is if it was delivered by drone to your couch because I kind of feel like if you're if you're stoning out I think it's the kids well that's what they say or you're <sighs> weeding out no no you're smoking and token no um you're not getting in a car and going to the drive through are no, you no, no you're you want not. it delivered to your couch you're on couch lock or you need to go to Jack in the Box before you decide to have a lovely night in. Watching Adult Swim cartoons and eating your merry munchie meal. Getting blazed. That's what they say, isn't it? You're such a narc. Huffing <laughs> and puffing. Yeah, and blowing your house down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. No. So I'm. I'm, a, I'm a. I'm square. So speaking of square, we do have to talk about another fast food item. Do we have time. I yeah. can't see what I'm looking yep. at here. Yeah. Okay. Um, really quickly, I just want to tell you about something else that you can actually get right here in the Twin Cities. Uh, because the word on the street is, oops, that just went away. Holly, will you pull that yeah, up for me? Yeah, this is starting on January 25th, Taco Bell nacho fries with cheese dipping sauce. Yeah, and that's going to... Anybody? Gonna, Yum. That sounds amazing, and it's going to be available, as I said, everywhere. So nationwide, that means right here in the Twin Cities, you'll be able to get those Taco Bell nacho fries. They look like uh, fries, mm-hmm. like you'd get at... Um, they actually look kind of like um, KFC... Well... 
Maybe KFC fries. Well, they would fries. be KFC fries because they're all owned by the same company. Oh, good point. But Yum like brands. with cheese dust or something. Yeah, so they're with cheese dust and you get cheese sauce for dipping. I would need a tub of cheese sauce equal to the size of the box of you French fries. You never get enough cheese sauce. You Let's never. be real. Nobody Mm-mm. ever gives you enough cheese sauce. That's so true. Oh. All right. From cheese sauce to D-bags. Oh. Find out why Woody Allen topped the list today when we come back right here on my talk 1071. My talk 1071. Everything. This town needs an enema. Entertainment. Let's count the ways uh, as to why Woody Allen is our number one douchebag of the day. We have Lord and Lady Douchebag right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts. Let's get all D-baggy up in here. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Holly, let's count the ways. Tell us why Woody Allen is such a creep. Well, I can tell you that there are 56 ways. <laughs> My God, what? In that Woody Allen is a D-bag today. I say the number 56 because his 56 box archive, so he has 56 boxes full of his old notes, papers, scripts, musings. That archive is stowed away at uh, Princeton University, and he's been giving Princeton University his notes since the year 1980. They've been collecting these notes for over 40 years. And this guy, his name is Richard Morgan, He is the first person to have combed through all of these archives in their entirety. And boy, did he find a bunch of douchey things. He said in this story for the Washington Post, Allen's archive is a garden of earthly deletes. Decades of notes and stories and sketches that the prolific filmmaker exiled for whatever reason to the Shadowlands in between wholehearted commitment and half-hearted possession. He said his screenplays are often Freudian and they generally feature him or some avatar for him sticking almost religiously to a formula. A relationship on the brink of failure is thrown into chaos by introducing a compelling outsider almost always young woman sometimes this produces a gem but then sometimes it doesn't he also says alan's work is flatly boorish and also he has a vivid obsession with young women and girls you know all of these stories so basically it's just a bunch of like old guy creeping on little girls uh, oh yeah themes yeah all of these stories are basically old men creeping on young women. Now, if you're going to break it down, technically, the creeping is not illegal, but it's definitely D-bag of the day worthy. Um, what is it, though, that that Hollywood, a large part of Hollywood, and, and maybe to a certain extent an audience, but I feel like it's far more a Hollywood blind spot that Woody Allen seems to be able to exist within in that, yeah. like, if anybody else were behaving and acting this way or would have had the scandal attached as he does, they would never have been. Is it because that came out? I mean, the scandal and the sort of creepy, the the stuff that we um, think is creepy, um, because that came out after he was so famous and popular or that we just lived in a different time when we were tolerant, far more tolerant of 
um, creepy behavior like this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a mix of all of those things because, of course, the big sex scandals in Woody Allen's life really broke in the early 90s, way after I would argue he did his best work, which was probably in the mid 70s to mid 80s. That like 10 year period of window is when I feel like his best movies were made. But it's just different times. Like, we have moved to a place where Woody Allen would never be able to have a career based on the accusations that have been put forth. Specifically but yet he's still allowed to have a career. And not yeah. only that, uh, cast movies with like A-list celebrities up and down Hollywood. Right. And which is really interesting that actors still want to work with Woody Allen. Like it's an actor's dream, allegedly, supposedly, that it, to work with Woody Allen in a movie. And I hopefully think that's shifting to a certain extent. Now, I will say Woody Allen, I think, you know, he in the past has gotten financing for these movies, not from Hollywood. A lot of the movies that he's been making in the past 10 to 15 years have been financed by people in Europe. He just manages to get American distribution for these movies. So Hollywood is not necessarily actively financing these movies, but they'll still put them out and make some money off of it. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. So that again, show uh, that piece is in the Washington Post. Yeah. So this piece is in the Washington Post. And, uh, you know, he write he is obsessed with young women. The younger, the better. Now, younger meaning like 16 years old. But so watch the movie Manhattan. Yeah. That is a creepy movie when you watch it. I think the last, honestly, the last full Woody Allen movie I watched was Radio Days. Okay, so you haven't tuned in to no. since the 80s. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Anyways, this just is gross, and it just shows his personal archives worth of papers and interviews. Just shows he's gross. Just ugh. Yeah, it definitely shows it. Um, well, and I think it, it, I don't know, I would consider that progress, that we now think he's gross. Right? Sure, right. That we don't just take as a general We're not rule just that like, oh, is- that's just Woody. Yeah. That's just him. Oh, he's just kind of an old creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of uh, creepy, and I don't know about old, can we make Gwyneth Paltrow our D-bag, our second D-bag today? Again? Literally. Uh, okay. Goop is advertising another um, fake science thing. Ooh, great. A what trend is it? that should not be a trend. And that trend, Holly? Yep. <sighs> I apologize if you're eating coffee enemas. Yay! Oh. Coffee me, enemas. So, I thought this was something that they did back at the Playboy Mansion in the early '80s. G- maybe they did, uh, but it was probably like champagne. <laughs> champagne enemas, or like mimosas, or something, or like Tia Maria. Uh, I don't know. It was it was something probably very chic. However, the Gwyneth Paltrow Goop Goop again is her lifestyle brand. That website has published its beauty and wellness detox guide. Yesterday we talked about the detox diet and we actually kind of liked it Mm -hmm. because there were some like really good fun things in there to eat healthy. It was pretty easy. But this is like the stuff that she wants you to buy for detoxing this year. Um. And it involves things uh, like, for example, Mori Hada Benchotin Charcoal Facial Puff. Excuse you? Yeah, right. It's a piece of charcoal that you rub on your face for $17. Thanks for that privilege. You could just go into your garage and pick out a... (laughs) Brickhead of, you know, um, charcoal and rub it on your your barbecue, your puss face, (laughs) you know, I meant your lips, your mouth. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Your kisser. You know how? Okay. Yeah. 
All right, right. I'm going to continue now. Uh, There's also Aromatherapy Associates Polishing Body Scrub. It's a brush, and it costs you $32. You're supposed to rub it on your body, and it's supposed to energize your lymphatic system. I actually dry brush, but I use a brush that I buy at Target, so it's not a big deal. Was it $32? No, I would never spend $32 on a brush. But the the thing that... You uh, that we are talking or the reason that we brought this to your attention today, audience, is the implant orama system at home coffee enema. <laughs> it sounds like it should I mean, be first of all, something that's on laughing. Right. With or it sounds like something on, on uh, TV that you should absolutely, you know, like uh, as seen on the TV, the implant orama system at home coffee enema is going to cost you one hundred and thirty five dollars. And uh, it says this is Dr. Junger's pick for those who know what they're doing. Can I update you, Bradley? Yeah. They've taken this off of the website. They t- I'm, I'm, you a, can't, I'm on you the can't website. You can't buy it. If you click on shop now, it's going to take you to a different page. One that has nothing to do with purchasing that particular item. Interesting. It, it gives you the nuts and bolts of colonics. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, so you can go there, but this is not for sale anymore on the Goop website. It seems like people were giving her enough crap Yeah. that they took it off. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway, uh, just for those of you who don't have the pleasure of seeing the oh, but you can Implantorama at-home coffee enema system, it's $135. It's basically a green jar with a couple tubes. Uh, well, one that goes, you know, where, and then the other one is just one of like those squishy, uh, balls things. Um, well, here's something on a website that says, I'm listening, the home enema kit. And here's how basically you could make your own. According to this website, it's just a glass container. There's an air pump. Now, mind you, the picture of this Home enema. Now, not recommending that you do this at home at all is an actual Wilson air pump that you would use to pump a basketball. <laughs> this is not. Also, we just had a caller who said that apparently Janet Jackson used to be into these. Oh, really? I thought Vanna White was into these too. What? Yes. Why are people that's why doing I, this? That's why I said Don't at the put Playboy Mansion. Behind. I feel like the urban legend is that Vanna White once talked about getting coffee enemas at the Playboy Mansion in the early 80s. This is so disturbing. Lest you think that we're making a mountain out of a molehill, I do want to let you know that, um, you know, one of our favorite um, sort of hoax destroyers, uh, you know, faux science fighters is Dr. Jen Gunter. And she um, she has a website. It's it's just Dr. Jen Gunter, G-U-N-T-E-R dot WordPress dot com. And she sort of tackles all of this goop crap, literally, and uh, other sort of pseudoscience things like people who think you don't need a flu shot and you're mm-hmm. going to die and all that stuff. She actually is, a, you know, she uses science to talk about why these are silly. And she has a whole thing on uh, coffee enemas and why they are absolutely not necessary and could actually be harmful. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Glad we cleared that out. Woo! Woo! That was a rough one. When we come back uh, here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to move from fake science to, oh, look, actual science. It is so cold in Florida. Something that you've never heard of is happening. And Holly's going to tell us about it. That, and I will tell you whether sugar comas are real or not. Find out the answers to both those questions and stories when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. When the folks at Disney get on the microphone and they say this. 
Everybody, keep going. Please fill in all available space. Do not form a single line. Fill in all available space. Mm. They mean <laughs> fill in all available space. Yeah. I'm going to get a tattoo on my ass that says, uh, probably not on my butt, but probably. I was going to say, you know, you flashed no, some people that, here. What? No, that, that went fill in, in all available direction. space. Yeah, no, 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 no. Where is this going? On, on my shoulder <laughs> that says, fill in all available <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant on my shoulder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a tattoo somewhere. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of people who stay up way too late when it's carpool karaoke night. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Got fake science? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow, we've got news for you. We've got actual science here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's Friday. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly. Colleen will be back on Monday. And uh, it's been really cold in Florida. Holly. I know. How cold is it? It's been so cold in southern Florida that frozen iguanas are falling from the trees. Really? Yes. Why? Because. Iguanas have been falling from the damn trees. I know, and it's really sad, Bradley. So this is a story that's coming to us from the Associated Press in Miami Beach, Florida. And it's so cold there that iguanas are falling from their perches in trees. So temperatures dipped below 40 degrees early yesterday morning in parts of South Florida. And that's chilly enough to immobilize little green iguanas common in Miami's suburbs. These these poor little iguanas, they just go... Because they're frozen, but they're not dead. So that is the good thing, Bradley. Well, I was going to say the the thing I uh, read said essentially uh, that uh, they're immobile, but they're not dead. And there were all sorts of like people tweeting like, don't, you know, get rid of them or like throw them away or anything because or try to dispose of them in any way because they're not actually dead. They're just essentially immobile and the best thing you could do is just put them in the sun somewhere so they could warm up again. Exactly. Now this is a known thing because I have an interview from 2010 from a man at the Miami Zoo. His name is Ron Ron McGill and he is telling people why exactly iguanas are falling out of the trees when it's cold and he has a story of caution for you on what not to do with the iguanas. It's almost like they go totally to sleep. Generally speaking, if it warms up quickly afterwards, they can recover. But smaller animals sometimes will not recover. I knew of a gentleman who was collecting them all over the street and just throwing them in the back of the station wagon. And all of a sudden, as he's driving down US-1, these things are coming along and crawling on his back and almost caused a wreck. Yeah, so leave them alone uh, or, you know, maybe, I don't know, put them under a heat lamp. Yes, so don't assume that they're dead. Remember, they're reptiles. They are cold-blooded. All right. So cold hearted snake. I will tell you that I contacted my mom uh, who lives in South Florida and said, hey, you got any frozen iguanas down there? And she said, no, but I'm crabby as heck. Oh, because in fact, let me read you the text because my mother lives. I know my poor mother lives in South Florida. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, she suffers. Um, And she likes to complain a lot uh, about the weather. Uh, And I'm like, you live in a place where the weather is always nice. So here's what she said. Uh, no, but your mother is getting very cross. Cold weather makes me grumpy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't come here. I will Eye take, of zero. I will take <laughs> your grumpy weather 
Any day of the week. Absolutely. Now, this has happened before. There was a two-week cold snap with temperatures below 40 degrees back in 2010. That was when that interview that we just heard took place. And it killed off many of the iguanas, along with Burmese pythons and other invasive animals that thrive in South Florida's (laughs) subtropical climate. And their populations have since rebounded. So... This is kind of happening again. However, remember, if you're listening to us in Miami Beach, Florida, your iguanas are not dead. Okay. Okay. Let's be nice to them. Uh, Happy Iguana Day, and may they be alive and happy. (laughs) Um, Okay. What is your favoritest thing in the whole wide world, Holly, other than your man friend, your family? What do you really enjoy more than anything? Is this a trick question? No. No? No. Like, if I could put um, something in front of you right now, what would it be? Um, 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 lots of money. Maybe a stack of money. That how, would be quite nice. How about, like, a chocolate cake? Oh, okay. So you're talking pizza. of the food variety. Yeah. How or... about a wonderful margarita pizza? Ooh. That, like, sweats in my mouth when I bite into it. Well, let's put some chocolate on top or maybe some frosting. Okay, that's because cool. Vanilla, please. I have found out that sugar comas, in fact, are absolutely real. Really? Oh. Why? Because... Science! Science! Yeah, no, sugar comas actually exist. Some scientists disagree with this, but um, the science that I'm going to tell you about is uh, those scientists who believe that it's a real thing. So if you cannot resist a slice of cake or a freshly baked cookie, mm, you've likely yum. experienced the dreaded sugar coma. Mm. And uh, one particular author studies note that um, the dietary sugars, fructose and sucrose, mm. that's fruit sugar and table sugar, uh, they actually affect your cognitive functions. And uh, they have not done a, a, as much research as, say, glucose, which apparently is the sugar your body makes from, like, carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did find overall that those sugars have relatively negative impacts on your ability to complete cognitive tests, such as, like, math problems and things. Um, some sugars may treat your body a little bit differently, but for the most part, I think the simple takeaway is you can actually impact your brain by having too much sugar. All right. So what you're telling me is that the next time I take a big test, I'm not going to want to stop at the bakery and fuel myself up with a chocolate croissant before I do so. Exactly. Because then I'm going to go into a sugar coma and I'm going to fail the test and then ruin my life. And it's kind of intuitive, right? Like, you yeah. know, like, oh, I really don't want to eat anything sweet right now because I'm going to be totally zonked. Like, oh, I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be a little for a while and then and I'm going to crash. Gonna and it's going to be miserable. hard to digest. And yeah. it's not part of a complete breakfast because if we all remember Remember our commercials, a complete breakfast is a giant bowl of cereal, a glass of orange juice, a glass of milk, and a banana, and also an orange, and slices of toast with butter on it. Yeah, which, can we just say there was no protein in any of that except for the milk? So stupid. Yeah, I know. Why did we do that? Who who made us think that that was a good idea? That that was a complete breakfast. Probably the food pyramid. Makes you wonder what we're doing wrong right now. I know. I feel like being a human being is just failing forward, continuously failing yeah. until well, you're I think not, we get so smart a, yeah. that we forget how dumb we used to be and then That's we get true. dumb again. Yeah. And then it just kind of goes into a cycle. There's two steps backwards of being stupid and then we take one step forward of maybe some enlightened intelligence and then we just keep stumbling forward. Yeah.
I feel like we're stumbling towards stupid on a regular basis. <laughs> that will be the name of my memoir. Stumbling towards <laughs> stupid. stupid. <laughs> ah! Hey, let's talk about uh, something that we're going to be doing on Sunday night. Oh, I'm very excited because it, I cannot believe it's already award season. I know. Mostly because I have not watched very many movies. Me neither. I'm very behind. However, there is still time between now and Sunday night when, as Holly just referenced, we are going to be on the couch here, uh, your favorite My Talk hosts on Sunday evening are going to be doing a watch along during the Golden Globes. Yes. So what that means is that we will be watching the Golden Globes from an undisclosed location. The camera will be on us, my talkers on the couch, and we are going to be watching the Golden Globes along with you. It's fun. You can comment along on our Facebook page. We uh, do a little back and forth with each other. It's, it's pretty fun. And by the end of the night, I would say that we get pretty loopy. Oh, for sure. A little weird. Yeah. We've had a lot of snacks, although Bradley's not going to be having any snacks. No. This year. Maybe a carrot carrot stick. I'm going to have a carrot, maybe, you know. Can you have hummus or are you doing no beans? Oh, no, I'm doing beans. Yeah, beans. I have given up on that whole, you know how people are like, "Uh, legumes. I don't think Mm. that's. No, the the reading that I've done says that uh, the benefits outweigh any. Uh, consequences on legumes. Mm, that's very nice. Well, you can have a hummus health snack. Chat. Yeah, health chat. And I also wanted to mention that the My Talk Watch Along is sponsored by Shahrazad Jewelers. And this is the first watch along that we're doing of the award show season. There will be several more opportunities to do the watch along with us. So if you can't make it to the Golden Globes, which we hope that you will, uh, there will be several other opportunities. The Grammys, yep, and, the Academy Awards. Yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of opportunities. I know, I'm so behind on my movie watching this year. I really am too, and I even got one of those uh, movie pass cards, which can we talk about that really quickly? I think we've got a couple minutes. If you're just joining us, by the way, uh, on My Talk 107.1, it's Friday, Friday. and Holly and I are uh, rounding out the week. I will tell you, if you you think you could go to, let's say, 10 movies in a year, That's doable. Right? If you think you're going to go to at least 10 movies this year, and in fact, the math would actually suggest that if you went to, like, say, eight movies uh, in a year, you'd Mm -hmm. probably make your money back and then some. This movie pass deal that they're currently having at um, Costco, it's 89 bucks. You get a card that essentially allows you to see one movie a day for the entire year. Oh, that is such a good deal. Now, you have to be a Costco member, but even if you're not, I think the regular movie pass deal right now is, and they haven't paid me to say this, I just think this is a brilliant idea and you should take full advantage until you can anymore. Um, I think the regular price is like uh, $9 a month. That's not bad at all. Well, that's one movie a month. If you're going to more than one movie a month, then you should do this. Now, I'm scared to buy this because I feel like I'm going to buy it. I'm going to be really excited and then I'm not going to take advantage of it. Well, here's the best way to do that to make sure you take advantage of it is to just get in the habit of starting to go see a movie once a week. Uh, you know. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I will tell you, it's the only restriction. It's most major movie outlets here in the Twin Cities, not the independent ones, but most of the major ones like AMC and Showplace Icon and all that. Um, you can see one movie a day. The only restriction is it has to be a 2D movie. You can't see 3D movies. But That's totally all right. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. When we come back here on the uh, Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, we're going to jump in our TV time machine. We're going all the way back to 1980-something. Find out what year and what shows were on I TV. Everything. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. 
And don't call me Shirley. Entertainment.